0: This podcast is brought to you by org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Guten Herb Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. In this week's parasha, we have the famous story where the Torah tells us that Yaakov Avinu sends his messengers to his brother, his brother that is mad at him, his brother that's angry at him, his brother that wants to kill him. And he gives him direct messages. Yaakov gives direct instructions to the messengers of what they should say to the to Esau, his brother. And he tells him the passage tells us he says the following words: I want you to tell him love and Garti. I lived with Lovan. So Rashi has two pshatim on what this means. So in Rashi's first chant he writes that the word Garti comes from the word Ger. I'm a wanderer, a wanderer. So what was he telling Esav? He was telling you, he said, why are you so mad at me? Why are you so upset at me? Why are you so frustrated at me? Because you think I got these amazing blessings from our father? He says, nothing came true. There's no reason to hate me. Why? loin be. They never happened. I'm not fabulously wealthy. I'm not the richest man. I'm a wanderer. I'm a ger. So don't be mad at me. There's nothing to be jealous of. And let's put this past us. So the son of the briskerov, Baral Salvechik, asks a very basic question on this Rashi. What was Yaakov Avinu implying? Was Yaakov Avinu implying that his father's blessings don't have power? Or was Yaakov Avinu so short-minded and saying, well, it didn't happen yet, it's not going to happen? What exactly was Yaakov Avinu's mission or message over here to his brother? And he explains beautifully. The Yaakov Avinu was telling Esav an unbelievable concept in Judaism. That sometimes brachas from Hashem do not come right away. They don't come immediately. They don't happen tomorrow. And you have to have patience and wait it out. And he's telling you, he said, but you don't have patience. You don't see the big picture. You don't look in the future. You're a right now type of guy. You're an instant gratification guy. You're a guy who needs to see everything right now. So what are you, what, what are you upset about? The b'chayra, the blessings? You wouldn't even want that. Because to get brachas from Hashem, it doesn't always happen right away. That's not an automatic snap your fingers, blessings happen. Sometimes blessings take years and years and years until you see where the bracha is. And you have to have long-term vision. And therefore he says to his brother, Esav, I know you don't have long-term vision because you sold me the b'chayra for a pot of beans because you were so hungry. That's not long-term vision. You're a short-term vision person. You're an immediate gratification person. So for you, there's no reason to be jealous of me. Don't think about the b'chayra because it's not for you. But this is such a message for all of us that we have to remind ourselves that sometimes when we do things that deserve blessing, we do amazing things, we do great acts, and then we wake up the next morning and we're wondering where is the blessing? Why am I not seeing amazing brachas we Yeshua's yesterday? Did something fantastic? The answer is because Baruch Hu has a system, and sometimes it won't be now, it won't be tomorrow, it won't be next year, it won't be for generations until we will see where the blessing came from and where the bracha was for something that took place earlier. And you don't have to turn any further than later on in this week's parasha. What do we have in this week's parasha? Leah had a daughter, Dina. And the daughter, Dina, was terribly abused by the city of Shechem, as we know. And the obvious question is, I, we, let's remember, where did Dina come from? Dina came from Leah's compassion. We spoke about it in Trulah Shabbos. That Dina's entire birth was all about Leah not thinking about herself. It was such an amazing, heroic action. And what's her reward? Next, few years later, her daughter gets taken captive. What, what, what happened? I don't understand. It's not fair, it's not right, it's not just. The answer is the Torah is teaching us, you can do great things, you will not always see the immediate reward. It will take time. Where was the reward for Leah's self-sacrifice? It came much later. Because from Dina came Yosef. And then Yosef became the ruler of Mitzrayim. It took a couple generations. Sometimes in life, we will not see the reward for what we did. We will not know of it sometimes because it won't happen for generations later. But HaKadosh Baruch who has a cheshbin of when he will pay back and he will always pay back. So often you look at history and you look back at generations of people who did such heroic things and you're wondering they never got anything in return. Yeah, maybe they didn't, but their grandparent, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren, who knows what we're benefiting from today? Perhaps we're living and we're, and we're successful and thriving from with the actions that happened 100 years ago, 150 years ago, we never knew of. And Hashem is paying them back now with their children, grandchildren, and future generations. So often in life, we 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 do something and we and our hand is out. We're like, listen, Hashem, I did something amazing yesterday. I did something so unbelievable last week. Why am I not seeing the brachas? So Yaakov is teaching us in this week's parasha that the brachas don't always come right away. Sometimes the Baruch Hu gives them later. Maybe a future generation. Maybe later years. But Hashem will always pay back. I'll share with you an amazing story. Well, they, there is a family. They're, the Amenol family, Rabbi Mrs. Amenol. They have a practice that they like to go to the cemetery near Staten Island to go daven, like many Jews before Rosh Hashanah, by Kibriah Vaisov. One year, they were not far from Staten Island. It was, a few, it was a little bit before Rosh Hashanah. They decided, you know what? Let's just go now. We're ready ways near the cemetery, we know we're here, let's go now, and daven by Kibri Avos. So they get off, the exit, they go into the cemetery, and it's quiet, there's no one there. So the husband and the wife, they sit there together, and they say Tehillim, and they in. And the husband was ready to go, and all of a sudden, a hearse pulls in, with a small group of people, and they uh, start to bury, they're getting ready to bury a person. And they're, they're short one person, they need a tenth person for a minion, and they ask this, Rabbi Aminah, would you come and join the minion? He says, sure, no problem. Comes and joins the Midian. They say, Kaddish. And everyone walks away. And he's like, what happened to burying the person? Yeah, someone else will do it. And he said to himself, no, I remember when I was in yeshiva, I studied in Yisrael. That's a miz mitzvah. You're supposed to try to bury the person yourself. So he sat there for the next hour and a half involved in the Kavura to make sure that this Yid had a proper Kavura al-Pi Halacha. And then when he's finished with the Kavura, He sees the little name that they stick in. He looks at the name, doesn't sound familiar to him. And he moves on. And his trip home, he's thinking to himself, this is so hashkacha prati, why exactly was I here at this time? There must be some connection. I wasn't supposed to be here and I became the 10th person for the Kaddish and therefore this person got a Jewish burial and I was zaychet to do the Kvura. There's got to be something here. And he's thinking, he's racking his mind. The name doesn't seem familiar to him. he starts to do a little research. And he called Rabbi Neuberger from Baltimore, Rabbi Herman Neuberger from Baltimore, and he asked him, does this name sound familiar? He says, I must tell you something amazing. He says, when you were a Bachar many, many years ago, your father did not have the money to afford tuition. And he couldn't pay for tuition. But we used to have here in the yeshiva, in there, you saw we used to have people that used to subsidize the tuition. That person that you were number 10 for his college, he said, that person that you buried was the exact same person who paid, subsidized your tuition all your years here in Yeshiva Nei Talk about a payback. This Yid probably wondered his whole life. I gave all this money to Yeshiva, I supported a kid and I got nothing out of it. What did I get out of it? Never knew. Not until his Kvura did he realize how all that money that he put in to this boy Reaped such beautiful benefit when it came to his afterlife, when it came for Kvura. He was number 10 at his Levi and he ultimately did the Kvura itself. We don't always know and see where the payback is. But we know for sure there's going to be a payback. And that's what they say in Rosh Hashanah, we say, because Hashem is kol hanishkachas. Hashem remembers all that's forgotten. They say, Hashem remembers all that's forgotten. But if we keep a tally, then Hashem says, then well, you don't need me to remember. So often in life, we keep, we keep a tally, a chart. Oh, I did this good deed? Okay, I'm waiting for that payback. I did this good deed? Okay, good. I'm like a, it's like a tit for tat. I'm waiting and expecting, anticipating my reward. That's a mistake. We do good deeds because we're supposed to do good deeds. We do chesed because we're supposed to do chesed. And we believe it and we know there'll be a payback. When? How? That's not our job. And this week's parish, Yaakov is reminding us, and don't expect it to be tomorrow. Maybe it will be. Fantastic. Don't expect it to be next month. You never know what it's going to be. It might not even be in your lifetime. It might be... Post our life. It might be in our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. Who knows? But everything is accounted for. Hashem knows and He remembers. And He will always pay us back. Hashem, we should remember what Yaakov was teaching his brother Esau. And teaching us. That we do and Hashem will reward us. Hashem will show us with brachas. But don't expect to reward right away. Mr. Hashem, we should continue to do good things, and the Kosh will pay us back in so many different ways. And very often in life, when we see great things happening to us, we often can attribute it to our grandparents and great-grandparents, who knows how many Darius before, has done great things for us. And likewise, we should do for our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Who knows the little deeds that we do today might be producing amazing, amazing brachas for them in the future. Have a wonderful Shabbos.